This is a Rooster Teeth production. everybody welcome to the most and this fine we're in november now it's officially november welcome to the show today's show is brought to you by express vpn the lovely oh there's the chiron looking at it down at the bottom the lovely express vpn really appreciate them sponsoring the show they do all sorts of cool stuff like uh, keep your data private mask your ip address uh you know keep your data encrypted that kind of stuff we'll talk about them a little more later on during the show i am one of your hosts of the most andrew rosas and i'm the other one drew saplin hello it's on me <laughs> uh, rosas i got a haircut a couple weeks ago and now it's grown out enough that you and i have the same haircut yet again <laughs> yet again uh, we're, right. we're benjamin buttoning this thing yeah we're, <laughs> uh, uh, we're meeting the middle so and then today so as you know we both have the same haircut and the same name and then today on the show just to make things extra confusing especially for our audio listeners which if you haven't listened to the most most people haven't do it it's available on uh, spotify and apple itunes but we have barbara dunkelman and barbara berdour with us Woo! so andrew andrew barbara barbara hello you guys it's yeah. a space time continuum yeah. oh, no. <laughs> what a mess uh, there was an accident at the barbara factory <laughs> Oops. the barbara shop uh, oh, that's oh, very good. The barber shop. That's Thank very you. Good. Mm -hmm. Very uh, good. Who, for those of you who don't know, and the audio listeners that we have uh, in uh, all seven of you, uh, all eight of you, yeah, <laughs> the show's going to be canceled any minute now. We worked so hard to get a show into podcast form, and then have done absolutely nothing now that we have it to change it or make it better or <laughs> uh, make it make other people listen to it. So whatever. Uh, for those of you at home who are listening, Barbara uh, uh, Badur, who are you? And Barbara uh, Dunkelman, also, who are you? But Barbara Badour first. Professionally, what you might know me best for is marrying Eric Badour. <laughs> That's my best work so Do you far. Feel like it's a, and you're calling that a professional move. That's yeah, professional I would say move. that was that wasn't for choice. personal reasons. That was yeah. um, I'm all about nepotism. So sure, sure. Here we are. Yeah. Mm, see, uh, I know Barbara Badour from uh, TikTok fame, actually. Oh, of are course, you, right? Yeah. Barbara Badour, are too. you TikTok famous? Did you do a famous I TikTok? I am. I make so much money. I'm famous. Um, you're all really lucky to have me here. I, this is a get. This is a big get. Uh, a get. And of course, you know, uh, uh, Barbara networking the door, of course, you know, uh -huh. married married Eric in order to, as, as a stepping stone to further her, her career yeah. and, uh, you know, uh, uh, to get more, uh, you know, in the spotlight. And you know what? I respect the hustle, frankly. Uh, so I can't, I can't, I can't hate on you for that. Uh, well, well done. Uh, and then we also have and we also have uh, uh, Barbara Dunkelman here. Hello. Uh, this is going to be so confusing because whenever you say Barbara, I always think yep. it's me so the, because I, I'm ready to answer. We're very like Barbara is obviously a very uncommon name these days. And so you're when you're hearing it, you're used to it just being only you like there's no possibility right. of it being anyone else ever. Mm -hmm. So I actually have a question on that. And Barbara, we've known each other for years, but I don't know that I've ever asked you this. Was it harder after you moved to Texas? Because when you hear the word barbecue, you think it's your name. <laughs> you know, I, I've struggled with it. The first, <laughs> just Barbara, the first couple of years, absolutely yes. There's uh, an adjustment period. <laughs> yeah, you get used to the accent, I think, after a while and learn to determine when they're saying barbecue and Barbara. But yeah, that was, yeah. I think, the first like year or two of living here. I was like, what? what you want to get what? <laughs> yeah, what now? <laughs> I always, I always like, turn around when someone says true. Someone goes, oh, that's true. Oh, true, yes. true. 
but yes, I'm I, here. That does really <laughs> sound like Drew. So I don't blame you, Drew, for uh, two. I had a I had a heart stopping moment uh, this past weekend. Not not this the the one directly behind us. I guess two weekends ago, I was doing AFF uh, Austin Film Festival here in town. Show up, and I was sitting at a I was sitting at a uh, uh, a bar, an outdoor patio, and someone said, uh, "Andrew," and like looked in my direction and said it in a loud kind of like what I uh, interpreted to be half angry tone. Uh, or just like a shocked, I, I interpreted it as angry. I think it was just like, you immediately oh my turned gosh. into a four-year-old child. An exclamation. I, <laughs> I thought I thought someone was going to like form tackle me into oblivion. <laughs> I thought I was going to get absolutely trucked. I immediately went into fight or flight mode. My like hair stood on end. I could, I had no like long-term memory. It was just instantly like a, a spotlight shone down on me. And of course there was someone literally like, behind me and to the right it's, like the, who's also name was andrew and then they walked past me and like hugged this person and it's just like I, I, again had done nothing wrong someone just said my name loudly in my direction and i a deer in the headlights have I ever Froze told you became... the story of my a teacher of mine i had in high school um she was my marketing teacher she had one glass eye and one lazy eye <laughs> so you never really knew where she was looking and there were two girls named jessica who sat right next to each other and so when she would call on Jessica and look in that direction, then they never knew which one that she was referring to. Nah. <laughs> I see oh. Set yourself up for success. Don't put the Jessicas right next to each other. Like this is, we could all see this coming. Right. Exactly. I mean, exactly. She, she couldn't out of one of her eyes. Um, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Also, how do you know? Like, I guess that's the question. If you're going to have a glass eye and a lazy eye, how do you... How do you know that? Here's the question. How do you know that one was lazy and not just looking where it was supposed to? And you just the other one was still. Let's say it was I, like the extreme lazy eye where it's always kind it. of looking to the right, you know, like just got like it. perpetually. Uh. And then the glass eye would would do kind of Stays, whatever it wanted to. Yeah. Was 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 this teacher also like about to walk out of the classroom, but then had one more thing that solved a crime? <laughs> very uh very columbo like, uh just uh, one more thing uh, and it was like exactly puts all the pieces together and solves a crime there in the Wait. last like two seconds of the episode god think, damn it i think my favorite peter falk performance just to go into like complete movie boy mode uh is uh he's in wings of desire pretty much playing columbo so he's in this like super art film that's directed by like vim vendors that's all in german except when peter falk shows up plays himself in english for 20 minutes of the movie it's the most beautiful 20 minutes of the film and then vanishes and then that's it like that's huh it never just, explains it never explained into the ether and then that movie uh, got remade into city of angels with nick cage and meg ryan oh god Aww. oh yeah didn't that have that it was <laughs> i google that like, like google doll song that's the only yeah. reason i remember it it's, it's meg ryan riding on a bicycle with her hands out and there's oh, uh, that uh, spoilers excuse me <gasps> yeah sorry know that uh, she um, gets hit by a car. That's the real spoiler for City yeah, Angels. Yeah, that's one of those real like mon it's, it's it's one of those like monkeys paw movies where like someone gets exactly what they want, but then right. a cruel twist of ironic fate, uh, it's taken away from them. It's like he he's an angel that wishes to be human to like you know be with Meg Ryan and she <laughs> dies. Oh, that sucks. That's uh that's bad. Real bad news. I uh so you said the Goo Goo Dolls song, and that immediately made me think of. Do did you do you guys ever recall remember? a series of like mixtapes that were put out online years ago called CBS bangers. No, 
What is uh, okay. a mixtape? I mean, I can name them. Yeah. <laughs> mixtape? A mixtape? Um, um, not familiar. <laughs> yeah, no, they were just like this. This guy put out these like mixes uh, called CVS Bangers, and they were like though they were like. Are we talking like CVS Pharmacy? Yeah, CVS yeah, Pharmacy, like, because the, the 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 type of the type of like music and it's not even music it's actual song it's not music it's actual songs but the type of songs that you hear in a cvs are all the same and google dolls might be the perfect example of a cvs banger like if you go into a cvs right now there's an 80 percent chance you're gonna hear isis by fucking <laughs> google dolls like Absolutely. there is a very good chance you're gonna hear that but anyway he put out this mix of all these kind of like 90s like non-offensive kind of mid-tempo songs but in the like, but put it together like it was like a hype mixtape. So it'd be like, bah, 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 CVS bangers. And then it would play ISIS by the Google Dolls. Like it would be, it would be put together like a hype mixtape with all the sound effects and DJ air horns uh, and transitions and like loud, you know, ridiculous things. But then go into like, you know, very like mild adult contemporary music. It's crazy. Blues, blues Traveler, also, a lot of Dave Matthews Band. Uh, oh yeah oh yeah you're gonna hear some ants marching eventually here's the oh, thing yeah. eventually you get old enough like you hit a certain threshold in your age where the music you listen to as a kid is on in a department store mm -hmm. and that happened to me the other day i was in a department store and i think a blink 182 song came on one of their tamer Aww. one of their tamer tracks and i was just like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna die right here i'm dying on the i'm laying down in this lows in the christmas section it's up the day after thanksgiving <laughs> and i'm gonna turn into a pile of dust yeah this is it for me yep. yeah yeah <laughs> We might have, I think we might have talked about it this at uh, at my little birthday gathering a while ago. But I remember hearing uh, in San Antonio the oldie station, which, uh, by the way, in like the '90s, the late '80s and early '90s, when I was listening to the radio, the oldies was the '60s and '70s. Right. Now that we're in the 2020s, the oldies is the '90s. Right. So no. on the nine on the oldie station, I heard a Beastie Boys song. It's and like the I early almost... 2000s for people too. Right. Yeah, it's I... wild. I I thought I was going to blow away in the wind. I like I I an AARP magazine appeared in my hand. Uh, I my eyesight instantly got bad. A bowl of mush was in my other hand. I this, I could not believe it. Hearing like intergalactic show, on the old station. This show slowly turning into fifty percent talking about movies and deep cut movie tracks. Fifty percent getting old sucks, and then that's and then <laughs> and then the last two minutes are doing these fire. days. That's it. That's, that's this everything. show. If you're listening. Yeah. If you're listening to the show, that's all we do. We'll, I'll give you a deep fact about a movie. Andrew will talk about how much his knee hurts, and then uh, we'll run out of time. I want to have a guest named Barbara. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, actually, let me ask you because this is interesting. Because as you said, uh, Barbara, not a common name you hear uh, uh, on the streets uh, these days. Uh, are your or your names namesakes? Are you named after someone? Is Barbara because like uh, someone in your family was named Barbara? It was like ah, a grandmother, an aunt, uh, or an aunt, um, depending on what part of the country you're from. Uh, where where or where are your names from? Barbara, take it away. Okay. I was like, who's going to go first? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So it's actually a Jewish tradition that you get named after someone in your family, but after a relative that has passed away, it's actually a bad luck to name someone after someone still living in uh, Jewish culture. But I, know that. I am named after, I think it's like a great aunt um, whose name wasn't Barbara. Her name was Faggy. And it, her name like translated to bird. And so... My Hebrew name is Tsipora, which means bird in Hebrew. And then I guess my parents kind of took Barbara bird kind of like meaning that way. 
to review mm-hmm. Barbara. So it's like it's not a direct yeah. naming after someone named Barbara and I'm named Barbara. It's like they took kind of meaning and also letters to hmm. <laughs> name me after that. I'm like, there's a lot of other sure. B names we could have gone with. <laughs> a lot of options. A lot of options. Yeah, that explains a lot. I was named after two living Barbaras, so this is starting to make a lot of sense in retrospect <laughs> about my life. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of a lot of bad luck being foisted upon your. Damn. Uh, you know. Damn. I was named after my great aunt Barbara, and then every single time my mom remembers it, she goes, "You know, my best friend growing up was named Barbara," and I go, "Really?" And she's probably told me this 40 times. Like, if she's watching now, tell me again tomorrow, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) Just, you know. I met... Who do you think doesn't... Like, who do you think's appeasing who in that conversation? Do you think every time your mother tells you that you were named after your great aunt and you go, really? I didn't know that. She's like, man, she never remembers this. She doesn't remember. She just just knows you're being polite. No, we're never being polite to each other. Oh, she knows that. I'm making fun of her, but just saying like, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> uh, you gotta you kill him with kindness. That's like, the, that's yeah. what you do. It's like, you be overly sweet and just mm-hmm. like, uh-huh, you know I'm placating you. I feel like that's like the point. The mom, point right? is kill them. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like everyone's, everyone's mom tells them everything like a hundred times. I feel like that definitely tracks. Yeah, it's a very like, mom so, energy. Yeah, my my grandmother, uh, whom I spent uh, this weekend with, uh, is has a she's sharp as a tack. She's in her uh, mid eighties, sharp as a tack. Remembers everything, hmm. but not only does she remember everything, God love her, she will tell you all of the things that she remembers. So every story. Every instance, every anecdote, every like reference comes with a full litany of everyone, everyone in the stories, like where they were born, their occupation, where they moved from, how they met. Like it is like you get a, every every story is a cimmerillion of like what, that is a that's a joke for like four people. Every. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Stephen Colbert. Yeah, that is a reference for no one. So anyway uh it's wonderful because like she she's right she's writing like uh, a memoir right now and i honestly like i i will never be able to write a memoir because i don't remember things that happened like a week ago and Same. I, I she 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 has just a unbelievable recall for things that happened she's in her late 80s she remembers things that happened when she was like in her teens and then like in as a child and i'm just like i don't know how you get that far along and recall those things and she wrote them down in her memoirs by decades so it's like oh when i was in my 30s this is what was going on my fort like and kind of goes through that and uh insane i don't know how i don't know how uh people should retain probably that kind just of start i should probably just start journaling more i think is what i gotta do because yeah I, I have the same issue where i just don't true. i don't like every time i'm on the show and you guys like send us the questions that we're going to be answering i'm like i have nothing for these because i don't remember stories from my childhood <laughs> or just like anything <laughs> like that so i just need to start logging it down on the subject of journaling uh if you want to have a nice cry uh the no, never. day mark twain's wife died his journal entry oh. is the saddest thing i've ever read in my life i saw it it's very short i saw a tiktok about it and i uh i cried at y'all i cried at a tiktok that's what happened oh. uh oh no I mean, what, wait, hold on. is that an odd thing to do look it up it's I'm, sad it's so I'm, sad i cry uh, at, yeah uh, I, i'm not i don't remember tracks. it and i don't want to not i don't want to misquote it because it, it was it's just so it's like 
it's as sad as uh uh baby shoes for sale never worn it is that never worn yeah the first time hearing oh. that and the first time the eulogy for his wife uh oh, also very short. i i i i do want to read it now is it sad because it's like a gut like it because it's heart wrenching or is it sad because it's like bittersweet and very poetic and loving it's mark twain so it's the latter it's obviously it's just it's just perfect it's just the right amount of words to say the thing that you need to say and then your heart overflows and then you cry everywhere uh it's it's devastating yeah (laughs) Um, and i'll read it right now buckle up everybody just like flick a paper open here we go time to get sad on this episode who's gonna cry first who's gonna yeah welcome to who's gonna cry first on the most (laughs) who's gonna shed the most tears today on the most uh, Tune in to find out. Uh, yeah, it'll be Barbara, I, I, Barbara, you look like you're searching for it right now. I am. I am. Um, I was about to say, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I, no, not I like to torture myself is what I like to do. That's fun. Um, but I'm not going to read it now. <laughs> this can't be right. I looked up Mark Twain wife. Yeah. And it, it and came it's a bunch of nudes. Olivia Langdon <laughs> Clemens lived from 1870 to 1907. That ain't her. <laughs> Yikes. No, the internet is never wrong. I <laughs> there are different. There's like different Mark Twain, I guess. Anyways, carry it, on. I'll send it to you. I will. I will send it uh, to me via quote it. Do you want me to just make up what I vaguely remember yes. and possibly quote something else entirely? Yeah, sure. <laughs> something about the yeah. light. The light in your life. Is that? Are we on the same page? No. Something about well, it's about the light in your life. There's something about uh, the Garden of Eden. Something about uh, I'll find it. I'll find it and I'll send it later. It'll be great. Mm-hmm. Everybody will have a nice cry. A nice little Tuesday yeah. cry. Good. I have an open uh, afternoon. If anyone is in chat, go ahead and just list all the saddest things you can possibly think of. Try to get each other to cry. I'm going to close chat know. right now. <laughs> I'm pretending it's Good. not there. <laughs> Goodbye, chat. I just swiped uh, my other screen. <laughs> what's it like to have uh, two screens? Man, I'm just, uh, I'm crowded. I wish I could show you my single monitor that I have everything crowded on. Just. Oh my God. Uh, oh no. Uh, it's, it's yeah. Drew, 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 Drew's recording setup, I think, is like it's one laptop on a like pedestal, like high top bar table. That's right. Um, well, well like, I will say that, gla- we, that like g- drinking glasses are pushed to the edge behind it. I will uh, say the table, the table's custom made by uh, Rooster Teeth's own Devin Finn. Uh, shout out to Devin who made me a nice, like it's built to my height. It's perfect. And I am at it maybe for 45 minutes a day because I'm like, um, I just wind up sitting down places. Like I'll just look up for my work and be like, when did I sit? I don't remember <laughs> moving or sitting and I'm just now seated somewhere. When did I write this entire script? I just walked, a, I just walk around the house. Yeah. So Drew, are you the guy who shows up at an airport and your carry on is just a plastic bag full of all of your personal items? <laughs> I mean, it's not, I'm not, not that guy. I definitely, when I dropped Eric off, uh, when I dropped Eric and the boys off at the airport the other day, I did wander through the airport with two very large bags of snacks for about an hour. Waiting that sounds for my reasonable. Ride. Yeah. yeah. It was just a lot of, a lot of pre- uh, peanut butter pretzel bites. Wait, you dropped you be ready. them off at the airport and then waited I was staying for extra a ride? days. We, I dropped them off in Denver and I was staying extra days oh. and I was, I was chief dad. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, gave, so, him, gave him gave uh, him little like you know snack packs and sent him on their way. Yeah, uh, in Denver, a bag of snacks. I was I was <laughs> right. Uh, I was tough dad. Uh, Eric was cool dad, and that was the, my two dads trip. That sounds like it's <laughs> the opposite. Yeah, <laughs> it might have been the opposite. Eric's just very good at hiding uh, his toughness. So I was Is always he? like, we're just doing we're just doing what Eric says. Why? Because he'll yell at us if we don't. Okay, great. He's the Taurus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the. Uh, 
I, I, I am now picturing, yeah, now I'm picturing Drew. I don't, I know this isn't the case, but now I'm picturing Drew literally walking through an airport to a gate with a pillowcase full of his stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like a, a pillowcase. No. I mean, it's more, like, I would call it more of a bindle, but yes. Just, right. It's not, <laughs> so it's, not it's not on a stick like that. It? You just have it like clutched in your oh. grip, like a, How? like a death grip on the neck of the pillowcase. This is exactly. going, I'm putting this into the rapid fire questions right now. How far do you think you could get around the world with just a bindle of stuff? Not far at go. all. I don't want to go anywhere. A mile? Like. You <laughs> uh, could probably get uh, a mile. <laughs> sir, ma'am, you can't take that giant stick through I just, security. I just, want to take, I just want to take a bindle through airport security. She's like, yep, nope, everything right here. Here you go. Oh my God. <laughs> there you go. See, you now, exactly. You, to complete the ensemble, you'll need a pair of like fingerless gloves right. and like smoking a cigar nub on a toothpick. A like big, some real a big like white, cartoon. Big white makeup. Yeah, yeah, the bag exactly. is only Werther's Originals, though nothing else. Oh yeah, yeah. that's all you need. Oh my God, yeah. can I tell? Can I tell you? Can I tell you a story from my childhood when what I, if I said no, to, no, no, no? What if no. I said no? <laughs> um, yeah, well, too bad. Um, when I was a child, I decided to run away because I think all children have that moment where they're like, "I'm gonna run away and do whatever." I don't. Sure. I wasn't even upset with my family. I was just like. I'm going to run away and see as how far I can get. Right. You read well, three, three copies of the boxcar children. You're ready to leave the house. Exactly. I'm ready to uh, cool, keep my uh, milk cold tied to a rock in a cool wet stream. Um, that's exactly what they did in that book. I'm, and I yeah, never no, forget it. It's seared in my memory. Is, yeah. Yeah. They kept, they kept uh, their, their, uh, uh, you know, uh, perishable things uh, refrigerated by putting them in a, in a stream. Anyway. Um, when I was, so I decided to run away and I made, of course, because I was a child who watched Looney Tunes and cartoons, I made a bindle and I only got down the block, but do you know what was inside this bindle? Where there's one thing. There was one thing and one thing only inside this bindle. Condoms. It was a, a, <laughs> it was a Mickey Mouse gumball machine. Yes. yes. It was a tiny, one of those tiny Mickey Mouse gumball machines. That it was like full of gumballs. And so it was a, a bandana tied to a stick with just a gumball machine in it. That was all that was, a, that's all I needed. That's a, that was going to get me as far as I could go. It was just uh, as long nah. as I had gum. Yeah. See you later. I'm going to go ahead and guess you were 15 years old. <laughs> Yeah, that... I, I, I had a car. Yeah, I don't know why. I could have driven. But I decided to strike out on my own. That's yeah. the first place they'll look is your car. You can't right. do that. Yeah. Head on the block. Yeah. That's right. Wait, look, uh, I, was trying to, I was trying to disappear. I was trying to go off the grid. And so, yeah, I can't take my car. What, are you kidding me? Barbara's, on, have man. either of you uh, attempted to run away before? No. No, no. I'm not a risk taker. I almost mm. got uh, separated from my family, though. I think in... Uh, maybe the orlando airport it was like uh i was maybe four three or four years old and they were getting onto one of those like airport trams and oh no i was just like walking behind them and i just thought it was like they were walking into another room because you know how like the doors are like essentially encompass the entire doorway right and so literally as the doors were closing my mom in the most mom reflex moment ever grabbed my arm and pulled me through the doors as they were shutting indiana jones do thank yeah. you yeah <laughs> thank you for that same brain so uh, i i thought about that moment like every night i was like what if i what if they didn't do that and i got lost and then they they left without me on the plane and i was stuck in that in that airport forever and i, I didn't know what to do and so after that i, I was like i'm never leaving 
Never <laughs> yeah. Safe. That's the right choice. <laughs> yeah. No, that's 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 a, that's a sensible uh, a yeah. fear of God that was put in you as a young person to uh, to stay close. I feel like that's, of course, like your parents, like. Where's Barbara? Oh, yeah, she didn't make it through the door. Well, time to go on with our lives. Time to just get on the plane, sure. yeah. start anew. Kevin! It's too late for her. She's the airports now. She's their property. Yeah, it's no, home alone, you know, but in the airport. And just like, never actually make it to the... I never stay home and I never make it to the place. I just live in the airport now. <laughs> when I was like eight, I went and visited my aunt who works in Washington, D.C. And we took the subway train i don't know but it was something a little overwhelming because it's dc and everybody's busy and you know politics i don't know uh i was like eight and she could not have been more casual about turning around and saying to my brother and i like oh if we get separated just um read this sign and go to this spot and i remember my brother turned around and he was like if you let go of my backpack i will i mean he he threatened to assault me but he was like you really need to hold on to my backpack because we need to make sure and i was like whoa everybody's taking this very seriously this is very <laughs> he did not want to have to read those signs those mm -hmm. signs yeah no just, it's too much no not today uh, satan if we get separated just um uh, do your best uh yeah. keep your feet Good on the luck. ground but keep reaching for the stars uh just like gives you a bunch of like vague platitudes like you're graduating like uh like, Follow your heart. have a great summer have a great summer uh, is it sad uh, dan that I... dance like no one's watching uh is it sad that i still have uh separation plans whenever i'm with anyone like if i go i went to disneyland with oh. trevor uh before the pandemic and I was like, okay, if we ever get separated from each other, like we'll meet at this at this ride and at the entrance right here. But I'm like, we both have cell phones. Like it's not like. Yeah, you, but what if the phone gets lost, Barbara? You need right. to have a spot. Exactly. Also, Dunkelman, you're one of my favorite people to travel with. You and I have done like two or three trips to go places, and like usually I'm like, hey, everybody, I need I, we need to make a plan. Here's the plan. I have to like lay shit out, and like you just do like. Plans like made, a, things yeah, are happening. Just whatever right. Barbara's doing, we're doing that. Like, follow Barbara. She's got it. And it's I because think... I'm anal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I, I have a very like organizational brain when it comes to travel, especially. And like, it's the same thing when we travel with the, the Ruby girls when we do yeah. conventions and stuff. They're just like, oh, well, Barbara knows where we're going and what we're doing. Uh, Barbara gets it. And I'm like, I got you. It's a lot like of pressure, though. Like, like, I usually wind up being the Drew knows where we're going. And then, like, I get really self-conscious when I always make a mistake. Like, it's it's never perfect. <laughs> I'm always like, I don't know where baggage claim is. Figure it out. <laughs> Why Let me I'm, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to throw this. I'm going to throw this question. This is not an official question of the show, but I'm going to throw mm -hmm. this at you because I had a conversation with a friend of mine about this recently. So when you go on like vacation, you go on a trip, when you travel, I know some people who love they like curated trips so they go through like travel agencies and they like package things and so like basically you show up and your entire trip is planned for you i mm -hmm. mean down to the, like the like we pick you up at 8 a.m to take you to breakfast and go to this place and then like every day is thoroughly organized and like mapped out and there's no riffing it's just like you you're on this trip and it's completely curated it's a curated experience some friends who like travel and love doing that they love just like having something like structured and then I have some friends who'd love to travel and like basically like buy a ticket to someplace and go, whatever. Like they like just like, we'll out when we get there. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna show up and they and those really people do feel like pillowcase full of stuff. Mm -hmm. I go to a place That's Chris and Tamaris. just bebop, bebop does and that. scat. Yes. He literally bought a ticket anyway. to Greece and didn't have like he okay. had his plane ticket to Greece and f from Greece, and that was it. And I was like, 
No, it's all you need. Would you know about your hotel or like where you're going to stay or what you're going to do or like? But that... I just couldn't. I couldn't wrap my head. I'll figure it. it out. Yeah, he said, just never being to be seen again. <laughs> <laughs> He's now a greased citizen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if there's anyone who's just going to luck into stumble into, like, I feel like he never has a plan for anything for never. anything. And he always mm-hmm. comes out okay, which I'm just like... He doesn't need one. Yeah. It's Yeah, he's learned it, it'll be all right. He's lucky, I think, is what he is. He, he is uh, <laughs> He is the real-life version of Bruce Willis from Unbreakable. Like, that's Although what he you did get. get, he you did get locked get, out of his house. You don't get Bruce Willis, you get Chris Damaris. He did get locked out of his house in his underwear, though, a few weeks ago. So That also that tracks, though. Like yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. But he figured it out and was fine. Like it, He didn't like freeze to death. It's like, yeah, he still just came out unscathed. Right. Yep. It's, it's, hurt, it's, but... it's, it's that it's that it's it's slightly charmed. He lives a slightly charmed mm. charmed life where yeah he can go to Greece and just like and now he's uh, president of Greece. He's like the parliamentarian. He's like yeah. uh, uh, he's in their official government somehow. Uh, <laughs> and he's doing a great job. Yeah. yeah, he's doing a great, <laughs> great job. job. Really changing things around for them. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it took an outsider to come in and shake things up. Um, Roses, it's we. You need to do the VPN ad, and we need to do the show. Yeah, well, we're doing the damn show. I asked, uh, so I asked that. I asked a question, and we kind of uh, skirted around it. Oh but yeah, it's do because we need to start ask, to... No, ask the question again. I for everyone. Okay, forgot. are I'm you? Ready. Do you Oh no no! Do you like so when you travel? Are you a are you a freestyler or do you like super like rigid plans? They are both wrong. Krista <laughs> mm. Maris has it all wrong. You got to have at least like Barbara's right. You got to know where your hotel is. You got to have something. But if you've got an agenda for me, I'm going to pretend to be sick and not make it on this trip. I will not. Be... <laughs> I, I agree with uh, uh, Barbara over here. Um, okay. I think there's cool. a middle ground. I like to have my flights in my hotel all booked and like a plan of like how to get to the hotel once we arrive and all that stuff, especially if it's like in a foreign country. Um, but like, I know what I'll want to do. Like if I'm going to like a tourist destination, I'm like, okay, well, I know I want to see this and go here, but like, it's not this day we'll do this. And this day we'll do that. It's more of freestyling once you're there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. I, I figured maybe we'd be on the same page. Cause I'm, I'm the same way. Like I like kind of like a 50, 50, it's like, ah, I know where my, I'm staying. I know where my flights are. And then like, here's maybe one thing I'd like to do each day that I'm there. Yeah. And then like, you know, we'll plug that in or we can, so these are mix and match. It's a lot of like, you know, uh, a, a real buffet of stuff. It's like, oh, here are all the things I want to do while I'm here. I won't be heartbroken if I don't get to these. These are must do's. And you can kind of like, you know, build Definitely. your own deck. Definitely. Uh, I feel like it's the most fun, most fun way to do it. And then also leaving some uh, some room for like, you know, freestyling. I'm just like, Hey, I heard some someone men I heard some people talking downstairs in the lobby about this like cool thing uh where we definitely won't get trafficked. Let's go. Um uh, <laughs> which, yeah, which feels the, like a weird thing. <laughs> the uh the freestyling um this isn't a story. The freestyling we did on one vacation was going to the doctor twice to make sure that we didn't get bit by a rabid bat. Um and that's all mm. I'm saying about that story. But uh freestyle. It's a big big chunk of our, our You vacation. can't plan for that, you know. You can't. It was freestyle. actually on the itinerary, funny enough. <laughs> yeah. It was. Be bit by bat. Yeah. Understand if yeah, you go, go to hospital <laughs> just me- mexican bat doctor just like written <laughs> okay. on the like on the, on the sheet okay yeah. cool okay whatever uh now now wait is that a doctor for bats or if you get bitten by a bat both honestly frankly uh they do both it's it's uh he is a bat. the doctor he's actually is just a large bat. <laughs> he is a bat yeah exactly uh <laughs> he makes house calls but you have to invite him in there's that's oh, the only yeah. way they can come see don't <laughs> so ask questions just let so him stupid rude um <laughs> Folks, let's start this damn show. But first, uh, we got to thank our sponsor, ExpressVPN, uh, for sponsoring the show. ExpressVPN is awesome. 
I really appreciate them sponsoring the show. They gave us a trial of uh, of their product, their app. Put it on my phone. It's great because I just go boop, click it. It's on. I my all my data is private. Uh, my uh, uh, ISP. I'm sorry. My uh, 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 data is all encrypted. It's wonderful. Uh, I don't like getting served ads to me based on what I'm searching. That's my biggest thing. I've said it before on this program. I'll keep singing it. I'll keep singing its praises. I don't like searching things on on my phone or on the internet and then seeing ads related to that like show up in browsers or on Instagram or stuff like that. It's creepy. I want to set some some boundaries here uh, between me and my my connectivity. And ExpressVPN does that, and it's fantastic. And something else it does, which I haven't done yet, uh, maybe our guests on the show have done this, um, is use it to watch um, region like regional TV, so stuff that's only available like say in England or Japan or other countries, uh, you can use ExpressVPN to, uh, uh, you know, set your, you know, location to that other country and watch stuff that's only available over there. Have yet to do it, really want to try it. But that's one of the things that uh, ExpressVPN allows you to do. Um, a lot of us are also still working from home. I, I am. That's where I am right now. And so we're sending sensitive information, documents uh, that we don't want prying eyes on. And so, yeah, ExpressVPN keeps your data encrypted. Uh, which is very nice, uh, which is really sweet of them to do out of the kindness of their hearts. <laughs> uh, but we appreciate them sponsoring the show. So you can go to expressvpn.com slash RTTV. Maybe we'll get that Kyron up again. Yeah, there it is. Uh, to check him out. And uh, thanks for sponsoring the show. Now, to the business at hand of this show. Because Barbara said before, uh, <laughs> Barbara, guess which one? Uh, Barbara Badur said before the show that she has related to one of these questions. Like she has like schematics. She was like, I'm, I'm going ready. to- She's ready to like level us with some with some uh, uh, some evidence evidence based research uh, and uh, refutations. Yes. So I'm excited to get to that. The first question for today's show is: What's a thing from your past you wish you could redo the most? So you get to flash back and change something, redo something that you did in your life. Take a road less traveled, perhaps zig when you should have zagged. You get to like make a different decision in a moment. Um, you know what? What would that be for you? I'm going to go with you, Barbara Dunkelman. First, what, what would Ooh. you say is something? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm going to avoid any potential like things that are a little too serious and uh, sure too Keep close to home yeah, because sure, obviously there sure. are things that I you know you could have stopped the you know tragedy of certain things um, <laughs> yeah uh, no 9-11s yeah. we'll go ahead and like so we'll go ahead and say changing the course of history and that 9-11 like, uh, is related answer. to my next answer uh, <laughs> <laughs> um so i don't really have a lot that i would want to change because i sure. feel i'm very much a butterfly effect believer where if i change mm. one thing it could have affected my potential to be like where i am today and i'm like very happy in my situation currently so i i wouldn't want to like mess with stuff too much but i've definitely said some things and done some things on like podcasts in the past where i've like immediately regretted it um the one that stands out the most to me this was like 2013 maybe i was still like very young and i was like still newly hired at rooster teeth i started in 2011 so still a lot to learn um I made a really bad take about Twitter and I basically said something about how like I don't understand what people with very few followers do on Twitter and like what who they're talking to and it came mm -hmm. off like I basically don't understand why anybody without 
X amount of followers would use Twitter. And sure. that has that comment and that discussion has like literally followed me for the last 10 years. Does it pop up? It pops up sometimes? All the time, Drew. Literally all the time. And like whenever someone doesn't like me or is like shitting on me for whatever reason that they deem acceptable, they always bring that up. Um, oh my God. Wow. Was this, oh, you said this on a podcast? On a podcast, yeah. RT podcast. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, and of course, we have the clip. let's go ahead and roll the clip. Real quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just roll the clip. yeah. And yeah. It's, it's great because someone actually clipped that and put it on as its own separate YouTube videos that exist. Right. Just even if people, if people just search my name on YouTube, that's like one of the first Perfect. results, which is Neat. fantastic. Oh, uh, what, what a time to be alive, uh, right. to have, have your, 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 you know, mess ups, your screw ups, your gaffes just immortalized on the internet, uh, clipped, clipped, you know, daintily clipped and put in, uh, you know, uh, digestible packages for everyone to see. Well, I think it's also, it's hard. And like, I'm sure you guys understand to a degree too, but like when you are live on a show or on a podcast, you're just talking. And sometimes you just say things that you don't really think through or think how people are going to interpret it or anything like that. And especially the RT podcast, I've been doing that since 2012. And you're it's just out with your friends, hanging out with your friends, but also like you're just you know talking you and contextualize what you're saying. Right. It's like if, if every person on earth had 10 years of weekly two hour conversations, <laughs> surely there would be stuff that was problematic right. or things that they regret saying. So, yeah, I would definitely go back and erase that from all time. That would be the one thing I'd be OK <laughs> getting rid of. Very good. Well, what's so what's so interesting is that like everyone on Earth is both a glass house and a, a stone cannon. So we're all just like holding each other. It's like, do you like I, I had the you know, it was like Barbara, in your case, you had the unfortunate uh, um, you know instance of being like on a show that's record that was recorded and like broadcast live and is like, you know, available on the Internet. But I would I would be shocked to find anyone who 10 years ago didn't say something problematic right. or like believe Me, someone right. in, a, in, right a, in a conversation with friends. <laughs> that's right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Barbara has never Bidore. been problematic ever. I've never done never. anything wrong. Never, <laughs> never done don't anything wrong. Perfect. Don't look yep. into that. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Barbara Bredore. That's it. Yep. Yep. Just try harder, everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> just be better. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but, you know, I also just like, yeah, looking back at old Rooster Teeth content, I was like really shitty. But also I was in my <laughs> early 20s. And, People in their uh, early 20s, yeah. man. I mean, like. Shitty. Who, you're figuring yourself out. You say shitty things, you try things out, and then uh, you get better. And that's it. You're yeah, about yeah. to have so many early 20 year olds on Twitter. So mad attacking you now. <laughs> I'm yeah. a great person. What are you talking about? I know everything. But also, I think people nowadays, even people in their early 20s and late teens are more socially aware and like understand 100%. things that are problematic. So stupid. Yeah. All the time about my early 20s where it's just like, how did I not know oh, any yeah. of this? And how do people in their early 20s do know about all this shit now? Yeah. And then have looked at like had people like We'll send things to people in their early 20s and be like, hey, can you check this for problems? And they'll be like, yeah, sure. And they're just much more knowledgeable about that shit than I am. Yeah. Well, and, you know, uh, you know, not not to get like calm studies on it, but also like I feel that, you know, at the particular age that uh, I am and maybe many of you are is like. When I was in my early 20s, life wasn't for broadcast generally. Like right, right. I I was not I was not projecting all of my thoughts, feelings, opinions uh half baked as they were into the ether for mass consumption or, you know, uh men consumption in 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 that case. Like whereas I feel now 
part of being socialized as just like a human is being is the is social media socializing you were just right. kind of brought you were you were like put out into that uh environment you're 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 taught to swim in that ocean very young and like so like your thoughts and feelings and everything just go out there it, it's not just like oh you're you know hanging around with your closest friends your thoughts like, are no longer so, temporary all of yeah. your thoughts are not yeah. permanent yeah. is yeah. what is what the exactly. difference is they're on record precisely that yeah. so and that is uh I, I i i like that that's i i feel like offered the same chance probably would like go back and like edit some things i just wouldn't I, be like, in my early 20s i would just cut uh, out there we I would go. Just skip <laughs> yeah 22 to 25 i would yeah. just make myself unable to speak for a few years yeah. <laughs> smart smart yeah. what, uh, what about you barbara Badur? oh god i have so many answers for this one um <laughs> you know how they say live a life of no regrets uh-huh i don't believe that i think you should regret everything uh <laughs> you should be harder on yourself if you think you are hot on yourself there's room for improvement you can do better <laughs> double down you're probably the worst um <clears throat> and then similarly the the actual podcast answer that i'll give not the not the mm. real answers uh when i was in kindergarten <laughs> here we go now we're talking yeah a little five-year-old somehow even shorter than i am today and uh it's the end of recess and all the little children have to line up at the edge of the basketball court before we can all go back to class so the teacher can make sure we're all still here and alive or whatever it is so i'm lined up and i'm standing behind this boy whom i had a crush on by the way excellent. and he decides this is an excellent time to turn around no words and punch me in the stomach what the fuck yeah Excuse like i didn't me? like fall down i'm very tough like but he really was just like you know what i feel like doing that um what would you do? Think on it, because Punch here's what I did. Wail on him. Nothing. Uh, I did yeah. nothing. I just kind of went like, oh, I guess this is my day now. And then we all just, I didn't say a word. Like, yeah. So I would love to redo that. I'd love to do a moment where like I, I block his fist and then like throw sand in his eyes or something, something really cool. Or at least just be like, what the fuck, Hector? Like, why? Why are you going to be this way? I'd you like another fuck, chance Hector? That. Yeah. You'd like another, mind. yeah, just, uh, d yeah, uh, I will not, will not stand for this. I like that. <laughs> I, I, we, we really need to, uh, uh, absolutely end the like, oh, they're mean to you because they like you. No, Fuck that, that should Thank not you. be a thing and should not, that you should is not, not teach, a... your, teach your children that. Wait, yeah, you see how much a... I like you, Hector. <laughs> Which you, you see how much uh, me and my ten friends like you. Yeah. Hector, gonna love I'm gonna, this. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna get expelled uh, because I brought these guns and a six pack. <laughs> uh, yeah, that we that, that 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 level of like socializing. It's like uh, you know, oh, they're just he pulled your hair because he doesn't know how to deal with mm -hmm. his feelings that he likes. Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, fuck that. We need to be like teaching uh, children how to like manage their feelings that is a like teachable moment uh and, let's like, not get crazy here <laughs> yeah <laughs> well yeah because it also teaches you know uh, women that like oh men who don't pay attention to you or are mean to you who are the types you should be going for it's like yeah that's no what you want no sorry mm. but <laughs> uh, eric <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> wait does he do this that's all he ever does <laughs> They punch you down. in the stomach and you did nothing about it except tell him to Why? fuck off. I'm just kidding. <laughs>
Yeah, no. Turns out Hector is actually Eric. That's how you guys fell in love. Well, I know that Hector misses what we could have had. I'm sure it still keeps him up at night thinking about. That's right, Hector. I know you're watching. Yeah. What, what, from from his jail cell, I proje- I projected a terrible life for Hector in my in my mind. He has Think gone down things. just a, a a path of of iniquity uh, and uh, <laughs> and folly. He has just lived a a, a terrible terrible existence since that day. Good. Um, and in my mind, uh, yeah, it's interesting. I'm I was thinking when I was you know I was thinking about this question, I was like, is there is it like a thing that I wish I could redo or like a choice or a path? Um, but now that you brought it, cause in my mind, I was like, oh, I probably would have done like a couple things different in college. I would have like started my career a little bit differently. Am I mm. like, I would have gotten a couple years jump on my career if I'd have done a couple things differently, right. uh, which is fine. Like, but, but now that you're talking about like, like revenge spe- specific, <laughs> now you're talking about revenge and like specific <laughs> things. There are a couple of months. Here's the thing. I I remember vividly a couple of moments like that where like someone did something to me, said something to me, slided me in some way that like at the time I could have like burst into flames. I was so angry, like so upset by what had and I did nothing. Like the old Costanza joke store, huh? Really just I what did I do? I swallowed it and got on with my life. And it's like now. Now, do I go back to those moments and like stand up for myself? Do I go back and, but again, now I'm thinking about Barbara's thing. Does that, if I go back and do that and, and, and change that up, how I, do I now alter the course of your my whole life? history? Yeah. 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 If I Could go, be. if, yeah, if I go like, you know, hit that kid back in uh, middle school uh, who hit me, does it like, alter the course of events yeah well, like, then you got you know, sent to the principal's office and then you know your parents got mad at you and they grounded you and you didn't go I've to that cried. thing and then blah 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 yeah exactly i you know and now i live a life of crime yeah if, because exactly. i hit that one kid back but man I got a taste or, for yeah it. man oh i right. and now I, you brought to my memory of some powerful things i, I want to make sure you. we get to this <laughs> I want to make sure we get to the second question because I want to hear. Uh, the, the, I want yes. to hear this, Barbara. But I want to see. I want to see the the cork board with the red string all over it. Absolutely. You joke, but just wait. Just, <laughs> it's behind that yeah. California flag behind you. Okay. What is the second question, Andrew? The second question is: What's the most ridiculous thing you believe? Nine eleven so was an inside is- job. <laughs> <laughs> like what is it this is kind of like related to the question it's like what's the most compelling conspiracy theory but it's not related to that i feel like that, that that's like oh that's kind of interesting i just want to know like something that you like believe that you recognize is ridiculous or maybe it's just like a thing that's like no i i don't have any evidence to the contrary but it's just something i think that is either a fun notion to entertain or is just like a bit of uh uh, uh you know frivolity that i like uh, but I want to know what's the most ridiculous thing you believe. I'm going to start with Barbara Dunkelman because Barbara Bedore has like charts and graphs and yeah. like, you know, the best okay, for last let me year. prepare so, my yeah. materials. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't believe in a lot of crazy stuff. I'll be honest. I'm very, I'm a very rational person and mm-hmm. I'm quickly, uh, if I do start to believe in something, I just do research about it. And then I discover <laughs> that I'm wrong. There was actually no, I'm not kidding though. There was a, a brief period of time. I watched a documentary, um, a, conspiracy theory documentary about Ooh. 9-11 and how um mm. just the way the buildings collapsed and how like, there was a theory that there was like demolitions you know uh planting demolitions yeah. yeah 
Um, and I honestly did believe it after watching it. And uh, obviously now I'm uh, a better mind, <laughs> sounder mind. <laughs> a sounder mind? Um, uh, yeah, I was young and impressionable when I watched it. So yeah, I was did just you like, oh my God. Watch it in your early 20s? Early 20s. <laughs> I think I watched it in my late teens. There so you go. Even, uh, better. even worse. Even better. Yeah, even more malleable. Yeah. Even I want to say the documentary psyche. was called like something two cents or something like that. Some, something about cents. I'll have mm -hmm. to look it up. Like C E N T S. We won't promote them here. Yeah. On this <laughs> like, don't yeah. go look at it. Go like, check go it out. Go, go get some popcorn. Again, now I, I've said this on every episode that we've had audio wise. Every uh, now that we're audio only, uh, we're slowly spiraling into Joe Rogan territory. Like, we've talked about <laughs> crypto. We've talked about 9 11 being an inside job. It's only a yep. matter of time before we start eating elk meat and taking ice baths, dude. Yeah, let me tell you about my ice bath theory. Uh, um, that's still a long time away. <laughs> <laughs> but I, oh, think I don't know. What other than that, though, um, I 100% believe that there is life um, out there, aliens and all that mm -hmm. stuff, which I don't think is a crazy belief. I think it, you'd be crazy not to think that based on how absolutely vast the universe is. Um, but I don't know. I think aliens have potentially been here already they're here right, right now there might have been a number of human civilizations and you know maybe things got wiped out maybe things started over a couple times it's just like uh, i just the time started over a couple times immense. thing has teeth for it for me like yeah seeing where we are as a civilization now and being like yeah if this all fell apart and all the buildings fell down and in a thousand years people are like they didn't all of our stuff is digital and if it goes away then it's like oh they didn't have pictures of anything or like their public artworks didn't exist. It's like, no, we had tons of stuff. It just got obliterated. Yep, it's possible. Uh, it. So that your your I'll I'll get to it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say mine now because it's related to Barbara's, and then Barbara Bedour. Well, sorry, it's related to Barbara Dunkelman's, but then we'll close out on Barbara Bedour because I want to hear. I want that to be the to lay the floor. I will say I will say very quickly that yeah, that is my uh, that is my like ridiculous thing that I believe is that aliens like super visited Earth. Like, oh, yeah. but here's the thing. I think like again, it's not like so much like green men flying saucer. It's like. I really think it's like dimensional shit. Like it's just stuff that we can't perceive. Like it, it's it's do it's dogs watching TV. It's yeah. or dogs in the internet. Like you can't explain what it is. And like there's been all this like you know recently in the past year. I love the fact that basically the U.S. government is like, yeah, we have footage of UFOs. We see them all the fucking time. We don't know what they are. <laughs> and it just like nobody cares. Like the, yeah. it, like <laughs> it was a news story for odd day. And then the we were just like, man. Part of the UFO shit was the reason that it got disclosed was because of Tom DeLonge, leads former lead singer of blink 182 like that he is he uh he was the one who made that happen like that he's dedicated his life to ufo technology and discovery and like like petitioned so them to full release circle the files. yeah full circle to those late 90s early 2000 bands that's right look at that they, they, they they've come here for our our uh our pop rock our pop punk rock okay pull up your um, chart let me know if you can see this Yo, yes. Okay. Can we see? Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Okay. Okay. Woodvale. That's what, it. What's, what's Woodvale? Vale? Oh, thank you for asking. Okay. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Right? Ah, Taylor I knew it. I knew it was Taylor uh, Swift. What, what? What? Okay. So, Woodvale. Let's recap. In 2020, Taylor Swift saves the world, saves my world, and releases back-to-back -back surprise drop sister albums titled Folklore and Evermore, as we all know, because I know you're all fans. Right, duh. Mm -hmm. Okay, in the promotional photos for Woodvale, here, you can't see, <laughs> but there's a circle there. It says Woodvale. 
Okay. Uh huh. What is Woodville? It's the third album. There's a third album. It exists. We all know it. It's okay. So there's taking a photo, notes. Taking right? notes. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. There's three scrunchies. What does that mean? Okay. The the. All right, I don't have a color printer, but one of these is blue. That's what you need to know. Got okay? It. okay. And the other two, red is for folklore. I don't remember why. And green is evermore. Where's the blue? Huh? Got it. Also had three candles, three, and she has three cats. Okay. And then, okay, okay. here's, here's, okay. She is with Joe, three letters. Who's and Joe? Taylor, Joe, Joe and Taylor, their couple name is Toe. Uh-huh. which has three letters and then she keeps showing her feet on tiktok and all the mm. girlies are like you can't be doing that for free but she keeps right. doing it so that's a sign um so she's talking about okay. three 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 and mm -hmm. then also okay the 19th letter of the alphabet is s and the 11th <laughs> is k and a is the first and if you add that up that's 31 which is also 13 which is her number. So my theory is that Woodvale exists and it's a ska album. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's ridiculous though. I feel like it doesn't really meet the criteria of the question. <laughs> oh, delightful. Uh, I also oh. have um, a chart that I've made. Um, oh, good, so good. Explain it to our audio listeners. Yeah. Aliens. Oh, aliens. aliens? When, yes. Where? Yeah. Just when, where? <laughs> How many? Nine eleven. <laughs> so uh, when, uh, so when, uh, so when Taylor Swift's uh, Sky album drops, remember to pick it up, pick it up, pick it up at Target. Oh, oh, wherever you get disgusting. <laughs> There's a lot of conspiracy theories around Taylor Swift and like the stuff that she insinuates and stuff. There's also I don't know Barbara if you are on like the Save Britney kind of TikTok area of like mm. her putting secret messages in her imagery and her like captions on her Instagram. I've seen this alluded to. I'm very solidly in Taylor TikTok. And then also someone's throwing rocks suddenly came up this morning for me. It's like, watch this rock. I'm gonna throw it really far. And then it makes a noise. I don't know how I, anyway. That's a, that's the fun part of TikTok. I have yes. not yet to discover that one yet. Parts of TikTok. They go hand in hand. Taylor Swift and well, rocks. Guys. Taylor Swift's next record will be a ska album. You heard, you heard it, it here first. first. It's sad. Yeah, you got the scoop. We have the scoop right now. Um, well, I think that brings us. We're we're like shockingly on time. We have three <laughs> minutes to to land the plane in the pocket. Uh, Look at that in the pocket. So uh, this is the this is for the rapid fire uh, that drool will run. And if you win the rapid fire, you win a bowl of leftover Halloween candy. It's all the wow. crap. It's all the stuff mm, that no one gross. wants. Wow. You got Mr. I, I, good bars. I, I hope you love Mr. Good bars. Yeah. I actually do. <laughs> Great. Oh, well, then good. You're in great. You're in good luck. It's like like Hershey Kisses and like there's you get actually there's a couple of Reese's cups in here which are good. <sighs> but, it's mine. Uh, That's the good candy. That's mm -hmm. the good candy. But uh, yeah, no. This is this is the stuff that people. This is the uh, the castaways uh, 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 of Halloween candy. Anyhow, so Cast let's do it. Ways. Rapid fire. Uh, we we'll do Barbara Bedour first as. Uh, Dunkelman answered the last question first. Quick question. So, do I have to be sure. honest or just respond? You just have to answer. We don't care if you're correct or it's true. Uh, the record currently set. She broke her own record last week. Kayla Milton uh, with a record of now 25. So 25 oh is God. the all-time right, record all right. to beat. Let's, let's temper but our expectations. Couldn't possibly be honest. Mostly you just have to be better than Barbara Dunkelman. That's all you got to do for this. So. And the bar is set so low. <laughs> I'd like, okay. I don't remember your numbers have been higher higher like somebody was on the show the other day and had like eight they got eight what it's like, all that's, right I'll definitely yeah. get nine okay right <laughs> is everyone ready uh Ms. Bedore are you ready let's do this okay great 
Uh, if breakfast had a dessert, what would it be? French toast. Uh, what's the least amount of money to shave your head? At least $1,000. Mustard or ketchup or mayonnaise? Ketchup. Have you ever punched a hole in drywall? No. Best Girl Scout cookie? The coconut one, Samoa's. Are you, are you in love? Yeah. If you shit freshly baked chocolate chip cookies, would you eat them? If they're freshly baked chocolate chip cookies, of course. <laughs> do you like the smell of gasoline? Yeah, love it. Can you draw? <laughs> no. Uh, do you know how to paint? <laughs> no. How far is the moon from the earth? Pretty far. Have you ever been drunk or high at church? No, I don't go to church. Can you identify what a capacitor is in electronics? Absolutely not. Do you drink milk? Yes. Have you ever been bitten by an animal? Yes. How many rugs are in your home? At least two. Have you ever climbed a mountain? No. If you ever ran for office, what position would you run for? The big one. Which fruit could you throw <laughs> the farthest? A grape. Do you recycle? Yes. Explain how one canoes. Easily. What is the wettest thing you've ever touched? Water. Time. <laughs> Woo! 22. Whoa! So Whoa. pretty good. Oh, that's my pretty birthday good. day. <laughs> that's so close to Kayla. The previous record. That's wow. a lot. All right. Also, grape. Nah, I wouldn't go very far. Yeah, no, that's uh, definitely not the right answer, but it's a the, response. Uh, so. It's an answer. <laughs> the rapid uh, someone in chat said uh, Gus did seven, and that's the lowest. Gus, yeah. oh Which my is God. Are you like, like, professional? Clunked away. Because <laughs> he asked him a question to be like, you know, I don't know. I think Sir. I'd probably say, like, just like he actually ruminated on the questions. Yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, Dunkelman. Dunkelman. Uh, Dunkelman, here we go. Dunkelman. Uh, ready? Do you truly hate someone? Yes. What are you afraid of? Spiders. Do you believe in ghosts? No. The amount, the, what's the most amount of animals you would allow in your house? Two. Have you ever broken a bone? Yes. Have you dated someone uglier than you? Yes. Uh, what's the capital of Bolivia? Bo. How B. long would it, how long would it take to, oh God, how long would it take to train a monkey to ride a dog like a horse? Seven hours. Would you try lab grown human meat? No. What's the bougiest thing you do? Uh, uh, take a bath. Pancake batter and a waffle iron. Is it a pancake or a waffle? Waffle. Do the ends justify the means? Several times. What do you think the worst partner nickname is? Boo. Would you rob a bank if you knew you'd never get caught? Yes. Have you ever been involved in a motorcycle accident? No. How does your mom like her steak cooked? Uh, rare. Are you religious? No. How many ants do you think it would take to lift you off the ground? 20. Uh, what's the longest you've ever been upside down? Two hours. Uh, can you lick your own elbow? No. Time. 20. Oh. 20. Oh. Very close. That's a Very close, close. Also, that's a no idea if any of those answers were right. I don't even <laughs> know what kind of steak my mom likes. The Bolivia, I got caught on the Bolivia one because I wasn't sure if you clipped out or you just went, oh. And I was like, I meant to say like B. That's the capital of oh, Bolivia. Uh, Bolivia. It's very, it's a, th it's a thinking man's answer. Uh, but I, to that I question. said Bo instead because that's, I brain farted. That's fine. I, I can't see anybody while I'm asking the questions. I'm just looking at the questions. So I just like listen for the answer and then move on as quickly as I can. So, <laughs> uh, uh, all right, that's it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching the most. This has been the show. We really appreciate our guests, to get our guests, Barbara's Badur and Dunkelman. Thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts at, and follow us at the most cast uh, on yeah. Twitter. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the show, everybody. We love you and we will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Yeah.